This is episode seven of The Chick in Charge with host Mary Parker. Mary's guest on episode seven is Emmy award-winning makeup artist, Nisa Green. Nisa got her big break at CNN, and her unique style of applique was met with praise from both CNN special guests as well as her regular victims, the CNN Anchor Pool. Using charm along with her fantastic listening skills, Nisa made her clients feel comfortable and, most importantly, made them look fantastic. Knowing that makeup is part artistry, part engineering, Nisa Green is one of the best in the business. Welcome to the Chicken Charge. All-in-One Security CEO Mary Parker celebrates the success of women in the world of business and in life. Mary's own humble beginnings in rural Mississippi led her to become one of the only African-American females running a multi-million dollar security firm. She is definitely the chick in charge. Here now is Mary Parker. Good afternoon. Here we are again. Again. The chick in charge podcast presented by Mary Parker. That's you. And I'm so happy to have what she calls my site my sidekick, Sarah Smith (laughs) with Solutions Road. Yes. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm great, Mary. How are you? We're so, so happy to be here today. And and we are just having an excellent time with Port Wilson, our audio tech. Yep. No, you can't. Nobody can hear you wave. Just say hey. (laughs) Or wave harder. Will they hear me? No. Thank you, Mary. I'm so happy to be here to, to just sit and chat and, and, and talk to some of these amazing, amazing people. Uh, we're having wonderful, wonderful guests, and we're having such a great time. But, Sarah, this is wonderful. The, the, um, our next guest, Nissa Green, the makeup artist. And I wish our audience could see you today. You are rocking that pink lipstick. She is <laughs> rocking yes. a good lip. It's a good lip. It's pink. a great color. I love pink. I love pink. Look at behind you. Look at her set. Oh, oh yeah. Try. It's pink. See? Yeah. It looks it's good. It's salmon. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so we're so happy that you've joined us today, Nissa. I am so happy to be here. I am so excited. I was um, saying earlier that I have been a fan of yours for so long. I've known about your business and how you've been out here making things happen. So I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited. That's excellent. I'm so happy that you have that review. The today. world's most appropriately yeah. named podcast. It was good. Well, yes, I, I want to hear your stories about this makeup and wow. What you do. <laughs> yeah, I was really I was doing some research on you, ma'am. And um, you know, I looked at the IMDB site. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's a cool one. Let's go right there. Yeah, I got a couple of good makeup credits. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. So how did you how did you get into the makeup? Uh wow. Um well, as Sarah and I were talking earlier, we were saying how we're girly girls and yep. we just have always loved like lipstick and makeup and stuff. I was really really into it as a kid. Like really into it. I have always been drawn to hair, makeup, fashion, all of that. I played with dolls probably way too long and God bless my parents. They were never judgy. They were always so enthusiastically supportive of my doll and, and makeup and hair endeavors. They so, let you do what you yeah, wanted. Yeah, so from a very early age I knew that I wanted to do hair and makeup type stuff. And well, I've, always been drawn to it. Yeah, well, that's great because, you know, I I shared a story earlier about being in rural Mississippi 
And when we had the first lady who came into our community, the one thing I always remembered about her, she wore makeup. Mm -hmm. And it was her red lips that were. Yes, that classic red lips. Yes, yep. and you're classic wearing it well today lip. as well. Thank you. Yes. Yes, Nisa is very, very, very pretty. <laughs> and Mary, you are not, you know, too tough on the eyes either. Um, so. You aren't either, Missy, with that hot pink lip Thank over there. You. Really <laughs> I'm going to wear it when I sleep. It looks good. You but should. you know what we're doing here is something women should do more often, and that is compliment each Ooh, other. that's right. Compliment that right. each other. And look at how hard it was for her to take that compliment. Did you see how she started looking You're right. down? You're she right. did. You're she right. Did. Yeah. You're it's right. Weird. And, and I'm playing with my nails. Look at being that. shy. You've, we've got to embrace it more. We've got to embrace that type of thing more as women. We've got to compliment each other more, and it's got to feel more normal. Yep. Because where I else are we going to get these compliments? I know, right? If we don't give them to one another. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So, you know, I'm a little curious about makeup. Yay. I was a tomboy, and I actually didn't start wearing makeup until I was in my mid-20s. What? See? Mid-20s. That sounds so foreign to you and I, Sarah, doesn't right. it? Because right. we've been into <laughs> no, makeup I was for always, so long. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even today, we have, I have five sisters, mm -hmm. six of us girls, and I would be the one with the makeup on every day. So much so, you'll find this very funny. My godmother, I used to do her makeup every first Saturday. She was a deaconess in her mm. church. Ah. <laughs> so every Saturday, I'd do her hair and her makeup. All of her girlfriends wanted to know, well, who's that young lady that's doing you? Can she do us? I said, no. So here's the joke. <laughs> My godmother and I made a promise to each other. Whichever of the two went first. We'd make sure we had a tube of Revlon's Love That Red lipstick in our <laughs> casket. You go figure. I did her makeup just, you know, I'm after getting she some transitioned. On the way home. And I said to her, I said, Godmother, we'll never tell anyone, but here's your lipstick. I bought a brand new red tube oh, for you. Yeah, so I that was that. really, really great. I love that. What was your first job? My my very first Your very job, first job was when I, I went to a vocational school in Alabama for, for cosmetology. So my first job was I think I was a freshman in high school and I started working in a beauty salon. And I hated it. What? Yes. <laughs> Why? Yes. Why'd you hate it? I was just a young hip kid and it was just like an old school beauty salon. Okay. And it just was not my jam at the time. Gotcha. And uh, my teacher said, you know, you don't need to focus on the trends. You need to be there to get this basic stuff. The like, basic. You don't yep. need to do work. Don't worry about what all your girlfriends are wearing in their hair. It's like, right. that's going to be gone in a year. And I was like, finger waves are not going anywhere, lady. What do you know? <laughs> And they are still around. They today. are still around in in different ways, but so that was my first thing, and it just was not it, for me. It just was so confining, and it was right. just I just knew I needed the basics, but it just wasn't stuff that I liked. And my boss at the time was kind of a mean old lady, like God. We know those. Yeah, we know yeah, those people. She was a mean old lady, <laughs> and I was just a really really young. Energetic, yeah, vibrant. Yeah, yes. so we didn't vibe well at all. And eventually my mom was like, okay, I, I get it. This isn't for you. We'll go somewhere else. I have a question for Nisa. Go for it. What? Putting makeup on someone mm -hmm. is a very intimate thing. It is. And I want to know if when you started doing it, did you feel a little awkward? Or did you feel comfortable right away? And then... Second part of that question is, 
who who did you work on that maybe you developed a friendship with because of the mm. makeup relationship? Let's see. Okay, so intimate and then person. <laughs> um, it it is it is very intimate and. I've always felt comfortable doing it. I don't know why I just felt like I'm always meant to be in other people's spaces. I don't know. It's That's always awesome. It has always felt right. There are some jobs that I get nervous about, but it's a nervous and excitement kind of all right. mixed in together. Right. But um, it is, it's a very, very intimate situation, but yeah. I've always been conscious of that as well. I've always been conscious of that and I've always considered it an honor anytime anyone allows me into that space so if they um if you come up and you're confident mm -hmm. then that takes it off the other person right okay makeup when I'm doing makeup there's an exchange of energy right and so there's a level of confidence that I have to have yeah in order for my clients to be comfortable with me yeah um, and I'm I'm typically probably pushing you out of your makeup box so to speak so yeah I, I have to confidently say you know what we're going away from red we're gonna go for purple we're going to do right. a purple or an orange lip. Gotcha. And that takes a lot of confidence for me and my client. What about, oh, so the second part of that question was, was who have who, I done and became friends with? Yeah. Wow. Probably, it doesn't happen a lot in our business. Let okay. me say that. Friend, okay. Clients are clients and friends are few and far between as in life. Right. So, but I, one that stands out for me, it's probably Cheryl Underwood. Cheryl Underwood is a comedian and she's a okay. co-host on this show called The Talk. And I... Happened to start working with her at a very pivotal point in her career. She was just getting a lot of notoriety in the comedy game, and a lot of more people were recognizing her. She was getting offered a lot, a lot of deals at the time, and um, I started working with her. Literally, I was booked to do her one weekend here in Atlanta for an HBO taping, and from that weekend on, like I did her Saturday night, and she was like, well, "What are you doing Monday morning?" Right, and I was like. What do you need? And she's like, I need you to be in New York with me. Oh, nice. And wow. From Saturday to that Monday, that started four or five years of, that was my life for five years. Wow. Leaving Atlanta like on a Sunday, coming back on Tuesday. Gotcha. And every weekend for five years. So you did something with her that she really felt great about. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I think I was, I can confidently say I was the first real makeup artist that she had okay and Cheryl's a darker skin tone so a lot of I wasn't the first makeup artist that she had she had others that right. had challenges with her and it was not a challenge for me it was beautifully easy what do you think when you look at a person's face when you just start I think everyone's beautiful I do that's pretty I find beautiful I find beauty in every single person that's cool yeah, yeah. yeah. do you have a go-to move in makeup a go-to move. I don't have a go-to, but I'm known for my speed. Ooh. I am known because I work a lot in television, and there's a standard of beauty that's already been set, but it's TV, so you're never going to have a lot of time. Gotcha. <laughs> so that's one thing that I'm known for. Okay. That's great. Wow. This so is, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about brands of makeup. Do you have your own brand yet? I don't. I do not have my own brand. I am a product junkie. I always have been. There are so many awesome brands that I work with and that I collaborate with. I don't know when that's going to happen for me. I, I am. I'm. I love the brands that I work with. And like I said, where I am now, I can work with a lot of different brands. Yeah. 
once the Nisa Green brand comes out, that stops. That's that, it. That's it. That is it. So I have someone to will be, take a picture of there's Nisa Green using Revlon. Right. I can't let that happen. Right. No, that so won't happen. when I get to that point, it'll just be so that means I would have to develop a line that I feel comfortably works on every single person. Like Bobby Brown. Something like that. What do you do? You like Bobby Brown? I do love Bobby Brown. I used to freelance for Bobby Brown a lot when I first started makeup. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, very nice. What well, people don't realize this. Bobby Brown was one of the first brands to have really, really good makeup for African American skin bad. tones. You bet. You bet. She really, really Many was. Many would think it was um, Fashion Fair. Right, but remember, Fashion Fair had black colors, but they never really had a good range. That is correct. We all were walking that. Yes. Fuchsia. Fashion yes. fair, yeah. Yes. They never had remember, a really, really good range, but Bobby Brown came out and she had those stick foundations that had darker colors. Yep. She had that golden orange powder, and then we weren't ashy yep. anymore, and it was life changing. That's right. Yes, I remember those yes. days. So that was after I started wearing makeup. See, because you came I came in never, right, right at the I right, came time. At the right time. Sure did, sure did. <laughs> so as, as we are talking here today, and, and by the way, you're lovely. Very lovely, and I love your energy. It's I want to so come here positive. every day. You can. I thought you guys bought Port in just for me, just yep. to make me happy and feel comfortable. But we now did. I see he's part of the team for real. <laughs> yeah. We've worked together for so many years on so many different projects. This is so cool and awesome for me. Fantastic. I, I wish everybody else could see Port. You know what? There's Port. There's Port. There's Port. There's Port. Rocket <laughs> Port. <laughs> so you, you, you indicated that um, you spoke about your first job being mm -hmm. in the salon. Yes. Uh, what were some of your takeaways there? You said that you didn't want to be in the traditional with the older women and so mm -hmm. forth. What did you What did you take away is one question. And the second part of that is what did you leave? Well, okay. So what I took away was my cosmetology teacher was right. I did need those basics because at the next salon that I went to, even though I was doing those fun, exciting, younger styles, I still was using all of that basic info that I thought I didn't need in beauty right. school. So I was still appreciative of what I got. And that salon owner could make a mean cheesecake. <laughs> and she would often, like she would get off work, we would finish sometimes 9, 9.30, and she'd be like, I wanna take a cheesecake to my church tomorrow. I'm gonna go make it right now, and then I'll take you home. Gotcha. And so I was, I can make a great cheesecake that's a gift it is so that was probably one of my biggest takeaways from working <laughs> with her is that cheesecake recipe i still use it to this day and my cheesecakes are kind of rocking i love to bake i believe oh, that's i love to bake i love to bake what did i leave i think I, that's what you should call your makeup line cheesecake cheesecake, cheesecake. yeah it's kind of cool. That might be kind of brilliant. I know, man. Honestly, cool. who, got doesn't, a great ring. who doesn't love cheesecake? I know. There is a cheesecake for everyone. I know. We <laughs> might have just did some major branding, yep. guys. This yep. might have just happened. Yep. Yep. Well, this we've got the major happened. brander here. <laughs> this might have just happened. Yep. I love that. But um, what did I leave? I yes. would like to think that. Again, there's something, now that I'm older, there's something to be gained from working with youthful, younger people. There's something to, there, there's, there's an energy there and they have great ideas. So I hope for her, I left some of that behind. And so maybe when the next student that she got came, maybe she wasn't such a grumpy old woman. Um, maybe they got a better experience and good cheesecake. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, you probably loosened it up a little bit. I would like there. to think so. Yeah. I would like to think so. So looking back over those days now, <laughs> what would you say to your younger self? Um, eat healthier. You won't be this size forever. 
That's such a good one. And seriously, get the basics. Get the basics. I meet so many makeup artists now that are just starting, and they immediately want to have 50,000 eyeshadow colors and every lip color that every brand makes. And I'm like, but do you know what to do with all of that? Right. And do you know how to do it properly? And do you know how to do it on all skin tones? Right. Do you know how to do it on anyone that sits in your chair? That's, you've got to have the basics covered. Do you think the makeup is an art? Absolutely. So Absolutely. explain the art of makeup. The art of makeup is that you can use it to change, sculpt, recreate, lift, age, make someone look younger. I mean, it's, it's literally in the hands of the artist. Right. It literally is in the hands of the artist. I just, um, this weekend, was at a PMAC makeup show. It's a makeup conference that we have here in Atlanta. My mentor, Gwyneth Mosby, started it. It's a professional makeup artist conference. And I'll show you guys some pictures Love. afterwards. But there are so many talented artists in Atlanta. And at this show this weekend, I saw, I mean, I need stuff like that because it just kind of gets you reinvigorated about yeah. the industry. But it was so, so good and so so much fun stuff to see. I, I had a blast. I had a blast. So I love, love, love. Um, when I say it's truly an art, I mean, there was, Joe Blasco was there. Joe Blasco was like an old Hollywood makeup legend showing us how and literally recreating the original makeup for Frankenstein. Cool. Oh, wow. That yeah. was like things like that. It's an art. And then when you look at someone like him who was doing it. 50 years ago, yeah. when we didn't have all of the cool, easy prosthetics that we have now. These people were using cotton and rags and and barely good good enough latex to go on the skin to right. make that kind of stuff happen. And right. so, yeah, it's an art. It is an art. So your your skill set goes from you know doing someone who's who's going to be on a talk show mm -hmm. to someone who might be playing a zombie yeah well i don't do special effects i'm too scary for that so okay. i like to watch it but i'm not a special effects makeup so artist. what's the if you're turning the dial up what's the What's the top notch? I mean, I'll, I'll take you to bruises and gunshot wounds, but I'm not going into Monsterville. <laughs> That's about it. But everything else, I'm good. Anything else, I'll do. Anything else, I'll do. But have you got, you see, like, the, the Halloween makeup they do at, like, Netherworld? Yes. Yeah. That special effects it's makeup. unbelievable. I'm not with that. I'm too scary. I'd be, like, mid-makeup and go, oh, yep, she's looking like a zombie. Yeah. Not good. And you're done. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, the great thing here is that we don't hear people talking about makeup as a form of art. That's right. But it really, really is. It really, really yes. is. Just look, we as women, just think about what a great eyebrow shaping does to your face. Yep. Just imagine that. Just just eyebrows alone. Mm -hmm. That's it. And so just, again, even when I'm doing makeup, using it to change the face shape or to lift an eye or bring out a cheek or make a lip look fuller, that's, that's art. That what is, do you think about tattooing? Tattooing what? Eyebrows, eyeliner. You know, are you for tattooing I or am, eyeliners? I am not for tattooed eyeliners and lip liners. I am for microblading for yeah. brows. I think if it's done properly, it can be a beautiful thing, and then you have a six-month good brow. Right. Um, tattooing, I still have not found any tattoo inks that don't turn funky colors after they start fading, especially on darker skin. Okay. And the trends change too much to have something permanent. Right. Like, what if we were doing permanent tattoos in the 20s? Do you know our eyebrows would all be a skinny, skinny line? Like, and that's what we would have been stuck with. You're yeah. right. Or same thing in the 80s when everything was just like bushy and full and not cleaned up. Yeah. Which is kind of coming back. But still, 
Um, yeah, so I don't like I don't get into permanent makeup. A, it takes work away from me. <laughs> if you makes have sense, that yeah. If you have sense. on permanent makeup, what do you need me for? Um, and again, I just haven't seen it ever not look tattooy. Sorry to the people that have tattooed stuff, but that's okay. I've never seen it not look a little to each his own. Yeah, a little it's tattoo-y. a matter of your right. opinion. Yes, as the artist. Yes. Do you is like it? tattoos in general? Indeed, I do. Okay, indeed, I do. I have a few. I would get a sleeve if it wouldn't freak my parents out. My, my granddaughter would love you. I would probably <laughs> love her. She's a tattoo artist. Yeah. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> I am. I'll, I'll put the two of you in. Is uh, she the one who drew this yes. picture? Yes, she's the one who did See? the picture. Yeah, it's so same great. thing. It's, it's art. Oh, it's she beautiful. Has to, well, here's a story behind that really, really quick. <laughs> when she was in college, her, first, her freshman year of college, I would give her $400 every two weeks into mm-hmm. a bank account. And then I just she had a great go. college life. I know. Yeah, what? she did. Well, no, no, no. That's the beginning. <laughs> she was making her own money. She taught herself. She self-taught tattooing. So one day I decided to go to the bank to see how she's managing her money. And I'm going, what's all of these repeated purchases? So I called the company. And they said needles and something else. And I go, oh, my gosh, my granddaughter is peddling. She's peddling drugs. They're shooting up everybody on campus, right? So I call her up and I go, Amber, I went to your bank account today. And yes. she says, well, I'm just doing tattoos. There you go. It is a traditional male-dominated industry, Ooh, Danny, right. and I'm following you. I love it. So what a great cool. answer. I, love I loved it. it. I love yeah. it. I said, yeah. so you're not doing drugs. And she says, are you? <laughs> but here was her comeback. She says, I couldn't tell you because I was making 4000 and you were giving me $800 a month. Oh I was spending your money there you go. and to banking and investing That's mine. It. Right. That's it. So that What was a her. smart girl. Yeah, so that wow. is a form that is indeed a form it of, is. of makeup. And with, her, with tattooing, it is so much the same. Lighting and yes. shading. Yes. Lighting and shading. Yes. And when you master that, it changes Everything. What about so, when you work on men? Same thing. Lighting and shading. And do it fast so they don't think you're going too, too far. Do men like having their makeup done? No, I do it quickly. <laughs> most don't. I mean, most don't. It doesn't feel natural to men to get stuff on their face. It doesn't feel fun for most. Now, I have had some that are like, I'll be keeping this on all day, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, with men, I men's grooming is a, is a thing. So most men that are going on TV or film get something. And yeah. um, I just try to keep it pretty simple and pretty quick so that they don't feel like, the longer you keep them in the chair, they're just going to assume there's glitter involved and you're going to freak them out. And so I try to make it fast, get them out, and that keeps them happier. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So what, what advice would you give to a young person, a new startup? Wow. I give advice to young people all the time that are starting to make up because I have a mentorship program that I do. So, But I always say, like I learned, get the basics down. Right. Find a mentor. Nobody that's successful in our industry is, is, has done it alone. It takes a lot of help to do this. And um, get with someone that can teach you and show you the ropes. I'm very serious about my industry. And so... Um, I'm always trying to help people, but I think um, you have to you have to have a real passion for it. Yeah. You won't make money in the beginning. Understood. You will not make money in the beginning. So when I get those girls that are like, all I want to do is work on celebrities and make lots of money and travel, and I'm like, no, you got to get your mind right first yeah. because that's not about to happen. And 
the money you make and the, the clients you get is directly related to your skill and your experience. So right. work on that first and then all the rest of the stuff will come. And that would be probably my best advice is focus on your skill, not the money. Your skill will bring the money to you. Focus on your skill. That's great. That and that's be, pretty much in any in industry. In any industry. That's so true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Where did you, at what point did you, in your career as a makeup artist, did you suddenly make that turn and say, okay, I'm, I'm doing this now. I'm like, I'm making money. And where, where did that happen? I, I've had a couple of moments like that in, in my makeup career. Okay. So when I first started makeup, I literally had only been doing makeup for three weeks and then I auditioned for CNN and I got it. I literally had only been a makeup artist for three weeks. Gotcha. So that was the first probably like big that's a huge change that's huge. for me yeah. <laughs> um, because then I was getting paid to do makeup. Right. Regularly good hourly rate, but still I was actually getting paid. And until then, I had kind of just been doing trade with girls at the salon that I worked with. Yeah. Like, hey, would you get Sarah to sit in my chair and let me do her eyebrows when you finish her haircut? And in return, I'll give you one of my shampoos that I have next week. And so I wasn't really making money. So I auditioned for CNN. I got it. I was the first person to use Mac at CNN. I was the first person to airbrush at CNN. And so wow. from there, local people found out about me. At the time, Monica Kaufman had a makeup artist. I did her for a magazine shoot one afternoon. And that night, the, the news director from Channel w 2 yeah, called me and said, Monica wants this same makeup tomorrow. And I go, oh, but she's got a makeup artist because she told me about her today. And he was like, nope. That's not what not she anymore. wants. Not anymore. Not <laughs> anymore. She wants you tomorrow. Can you make it happen? And I did. Well, great. You have <laughs> an enemy. Certainly, and I did. <laughs> certainly right. someone like Monica Kaufman was a great person to add to your It was huge. a big gift. It was huge. literally at the height of her career. It was the beginning of mine. We almost did like a little press tour together. People thought she had gotten a facelift. Wow. And she didn't want people to think that. So she was on the radio talking about me. She was doing interviews. Wow. And that kind of changed things for me in a major, major way. And wow. the fact that she was so giving. You don't have clients that are willing to tell their secrets. Yeah. She could have just let people think she had gotten something done. Yeah. Um, or that she just had a great lighting day. Yeah. But she put my name out there and people started calling. Excellent. That's fantastic. Excellent. But I've had a few a few moments like that. I don't know if I've had just one where I've just been like, oh, I've completely made it because I don't I'm not there yet. But I've had a lot of good moments in my career where That's I just great. feel like makeup has just been a really big blessing to me. That's great. So that is wonderful. So let's talk about the young girls in makeup. Mm -hmm. uh, do you mm. believe these, <laughs> and I'm talking about 11, 12, 13-year-olds, mm -hmm. um, I see them, they're wearing very heavy eyeliner, not much on the lips, but the eyes mm -hmm. they're really uh, focusing on. Do you recommend that they go to any type of training yes to, to like make up to understand yes. all of that yeah a they're gonna hate their social media pages in a year when they see themselves and b um they don't know and sometimes the moms don't know i do a lot of proms and it is amazing how again sometimes the moms don't know right. i've done proms where the moms didn't even see the dress until we were done with hair and makeup and then we're all shocked <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yes. Yeah, so I definitely think I would love to do like makeup training for tweens because they don't know. Right. They see 
liner and glitter and fun colors on TV and they right. don't know how to transfer it to yeah. their 13 yeah. year old self. Right. Yeah. And there is an art to it. They just need to be shown and right. it looks better on them. You can do a blue lip if you want to, especially if you're 12 or 13. That's when you're supposed to do blue lips, 40-year-olds that are doing blue lips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's when you're supposed to play with the fun colors. But no, I'm kidding. We, we all do that. But, um, but yeah, they just need to be shown the right way to do it. That's, that's, and I don't get into right and wrong in terms of makeup rules, so to speak, but just in ways that enhance your beauty and not make you look crazier. Gotcha. That's it. Gotcha. That's it. Gotcha. Wow. Mary always looks beautiful. I know. Every time I see her, she I know. looks amazing. I know. And you yeah. do your own makeup. I do my own makeup. Um, I've had lots of tips over the years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You know, it's always gorgeous. I, and, you know, and, and another thing that we don't talk about is the difference between day wear, evening wear, and oh, you're when right. you're really going out to a major event. Yes. The makeup application is totally different for all three you're of right. those yes, areas. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So I try to stay soft and warm during the day. Cool. Evenings, I like bling. Take it there. I like bling. Again, that's when you're supposed wear. to. Yes, oh, yes. I should do your makeup. You will. I love bling. <laughs> you know, this is what my mother always would say about makeup. She would always say, uh, put your makeup on so it looks like you're not wearing any. So that, I always There's had There's an art to that, too. I huh? know. I always had a problem <laughs> That's with some that. of the makeups that take the longest to do. Yeah. And then she would always say, you know, if, if there was a woman that, you know, was really glamorous and had, like, heavy lip liner, you could see. And she said, well, she could get away with it. She can get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was always, I could never get away with it. <laughs> right? I could never. Love it. Love it. So that funny. That is so funny. Yeah. Makeup, it, but it brings so many people together. I love it. It, it. There are traditions and tips passed down from grandmothers to daughters to daughters. And yeah, I love it. Okay. I have one. You remember the red sponge powder puffs? Oh, yes. My mother still yes. gives each of us one of those for Mother's Are Day. Are you every serious? Year. Oh, six oh, of that is Mother's sweet. Day weekend, all six of the girls will get a new red powder that puff for sweet. mom. <laughs> Yesterday at the, at the makeup show, we had a moment where we realized who doesn't know what corn silk smells like. Ooh, Most I, of us know what that corn silk powder smells like because some lady in your family used some version of it. And we all know that corn silk powdery... Grandma and me smell. Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> what is you? What do you think about the dewy look? The Again, dewy it, it can work for some people. Doesn't work for me. I have large pores. Um, great for younger people. Like, again, those girls don't need to put on a ton of powder. You're mm-hmm. supposed to have that youthful, dewy look. Right. Um, but, again, you can. it has to be done the right way. And, that's again, that's one of those makeup looks that it's simple, but it takes the longest to do because dewy has to be done right. On some people with darker skin tones, dewy just translates into real greasy. Oh, I look, I look sweaty. You have to be careful. See, yeah, you have yeah. to be careful my with friend, it. My Oily. friend, my friend mm-hmm. Teresa, she's like, you look sweaty. I'm like, but I'm putting highlighter and I'm And I put glitter on. And she it. was like, but you look like you're, you know, in the middle of your menopausal sweat. So. <laughs> See? But yeah, dewy is one of those things that you have dewy. to, you gotta, you have to do it right. Yeah. Do the I don't try that one on myself. Maybe I don't, I don't get either. away with it, I don't like my mother you could, says. You, could, you, do, you have great cheekbones, and that's where, she you, does. Oh, thank that's you. where you need to do your do. Thank you. There you I'm going to take that compliment. There you go. And that's, that's great, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and she always, you do your cheeks, they're so perfect, just enough color to make them rosy. Oh, 
trying yeah. not to. So not what's to put next? On them. What's next for Nisa? What's next? Um, well, I do. I have this new mentoring program you that I just that. kicked mm-hmm. off, where I'm I'm mentoring makeup artists all across the country. So even if I can't see you, we're doing it like via FaceTime over cool. the phone, um, because again, the basics don't change. The basics don't change. So no matter where you are, you need to know color theory. Doesn't matter where you're doing makeup, you have to know color theory. Doesn't matter where you're doing makeup, you have to have a great kit. And so my mentoring program is probably what I'm most excited about. Um, and I have some. I do some segments on a show called Atlanta and Company that airs here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I have a new segment that I'm working on called Nisa's Green Light Specials. So it's going to be just basically great fashion and beauty products at a great discount that I'm just highlighting on the show. And I'm going to do a group of products at a time. It's going to be fun. You've all seen segments like that, right? Where you just, yeah, so I'm just picking really awesome fashion and beauty things and just trying to give them exposure, give the Atlantic Company viewers a great discount so we can buy it and, bam, make it work for everyone. So I'm excited about that, too. And is that program, you've already started that program? Yeah, I'm already on Atlantic Company now. I do fashion and beauty segments. Um, It just varies. And then next month is when I'm going to kick off the the. Nisa's green light specials. Will you let us know so we can tweet about you? I will. Yes, it's going to be yes. good stuff. It's going to be all good, fun stuff. There, We have some great artisans in Atlanta. Designers, I'm, cosmetic lines, I mean, clothing. There's so much good stuff. So I want to highlight some of that stuff. Very great good. boutiques and specialty places. So yeah, I want to get all of those people exposure. Wow, this has been such a fun. This, this has been so fun much fun segment. for me. A pleasant surprise. I got to see Port, and you guys are amazing. This has been so much yes. fun. Such Thank a pleasure to meet you. I love you guys. It's and we awesome. love you too. We need to do a makeup thing where I come in and like actually do you that guys. That would be freaking awesome. We'll do like, it. That needs to be our part two. <laughs> we'll do it. I actually do we'll makeup do it. It would be on really you. Great. I would love to. Yeah. And then you'll bring some other stylists as well and we'll Absolutely. just the whole Atlanta game. Absolutely. Again. You know, maybe we should do this one. On June 9th. I love that. You guys must have something good going on <laughs> June 9th. Yeah. June 9th yeah. is the Mary Parker Foundation's fifth annual um, fundraiser, scholarship fundraiser. See? It's a, it's a gala at the uh, at downtown at Hyatt. The Hyatt. Yeah. It's so going to be big. We're going to all be big. doing makeup for that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. We'll keep you posted. Absolutely. A lot of the things that are going so absolutely. excited. Thank you so much for Thank coming, you. and you'll be back. Thank you so much we for having me. I so appreciate this. You guys are awesome. And, and so are you. Thank yep. you. Thank you yes. so much. It's okay. so much fun. Thanks Thank for you. listening to The Chick in Charge. Subscribe to The Chick in Charge at thechickincharge.com. Get a free download of Mary Parker's Tips for Success, tips that'll make short work of some of today's most challenging issues facing female business owners. Thanks for listening to The Chick in Charge.